Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK podcast. Now just over two weeks to go to Jump Racing's greatest show, and we'll be hearing from Nigel Twiston-Davis and Willie Mullins in this podcast. But first, I have to say I really feel for Jason Maguire after his suspension, which leaves him missing out on the ride on Peddler's Cross and the champion hurdle on the 14th of March. Riding Cool Mission, Maguire picked up a seven-day suspension, five of which were for marking the horse and two for excessive use of the whip. Now, watching that race, I have to say Maguire and the trainer of Cool Mission, Donald McCain, in my opinion, have every right to be aggrieved at the severity of the punishment. The race was a hard-fought, genuine-looking contest between Cool Mission and Bashaba. I know rules are there and animal welfare is paramount, but I'm not sure the punishment fits the crime in this case. You have to put aside the emotion of the fact it could cost Maguire his ride in what promises to be an epic champion hurdle. I sincerely hope their appeal is successful, for the reasons already stated. However, I'm not sure it will yield the result they want, because reducing it will cast a slight on the officials at Doncaster on the day. The disciplinary panel tend now to try and present a united front, so for Jason Maguire, it is likely that the appeal is only going to lead to more heartache. Now let's turn, though, to happier matters, and racecourse gallops are the order of the day at present, and Kempton's racegoers had the chance to see Nigel Twiston-Davis put his Gold Cup hero, Imperial Commander, and Kyber Kim, last year's champion hurdle runner-up, through their paces. For the watching race fans, it's always hard to assess the merit of these, but Twiston-Davis was convinced his two stable stars will have benefited from the experience. What did we learn? Well, we're very pleased with both of them. Um, Imperial Commander was, 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 was wonderful, really keen and, uh, and great. And uh, there, Kai Bikim's that's the forgotten horse of the champion hurdle. It's the handicap, though, who's a funny sort of man, I know, but if he's to be believed, we're going to finish second again. So why have we all forgotten him? There you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was pulling his arms out the whole way round. Um, no, it was exceptionally good. And in terms of preparing these horses for Cheltenham, how important is it, is it to do something like this? Well, very, when you consider they haven't, they've had any racing. Um, you know, it's been a very tricky winter. Um, you know, so, so they've they got to have a little bit of a, a blowout. I mean, a, you know, a change of scenery just to put them together. We didn't ask them anything exceptional, but uh, you know, it was a very good bit of work by, by both of them. Well, not really. You know, we had him back. He was ready for the King George that, that was here. Yeah. Uh, we then let him down and, um, you know, after that and, and brought him back today. You know, I couldn't be more pleased with what's happened today. Do you actually need them? Probably not, but it's just nice to uh, give them an airing, and um, it'll definitely bring them on more than, than, than um, you know what we do at home. You know, we get them fit at home, as you know, but uh, without going to race horses. But you need that little bit of extra edge for a Gold Cup. So a job well done for Nigel, and the twenty-five to one on offer does look intriguing about Kyber Kim, and it might just represent serious each-way value. But the next week or so is a crucial time for the trainers formulating their plans. Willie Mullins always has a huge invading force coming to the festival from Ireland and he knows the next seven days are crucial to his plans. I haven't really started working the Cheltenham horses yet. They'll work this week and um, then we'll have an idea how they are. Then we'll have a look at the handicaps I think come out on Wednesday. So I'll probably take a few days to go through all that. Um, Next weekend is more... Uh, time for planning uh, and getting the thing more structured 
it's it's early enough days yet, I think, anyhow. That means there's one or two horses that are obvious where they're going to go. Kempes go for the Gold Cup, Park and Flay go for the Champion Hurdle. Um, obviously, the bumper horse can only go for the bumper. Um, you know, so but the novices are going to take a lot more thinking out, and the handicappers are going to take a lot more thinking out. But presumably, most of them that have, that you've wanted to get runs into have had runs. Now you're just now question of what works going to be done is going to be done on your gallops. I think so. Um, I think they've all had runs. I can't see myself running anything between now and Cheltenham. How important that the squad is it that the whole stable is in good form now in the final days? That must give you a great deal of heart, doesn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think it's. I think it's quite important. I mean. It is for the the whole the well-being of the whole stable, but you know the odd times your stable can be going desperate, and then maybe one horse in the stable can come out and be going better uh, than. But that's unusual, you know. I, I'd be keener that the stable is in form. It's going to be a big week for trainers, and it's also going to be a big week for Ruby Walsh, as it will be the end of his injury nightmares. He returns to action at Newbury this weekend. Racing UK cameras will bring you all the action from the Berkshire track, as they will from Maydan on Thursday night, where I'm heading to see the Super Thursday meeting, the prep night for the Dubai World Cup meeting. And next week's podcast will reflect on the action at both Newbury and Maydan. Enjoy your racing week.